choices, new players, new models of care. You know consumer first healthcare is everywhere. For us to build the future, to see what's new, we gotta look at the world from a different point of view. Consumer innovation ain't going away. I say it's here to stay. Today it leads the way. We gotta drop the silos. We're all the same team. Experience, business, tech, and marketing. So join us now. Join the revolution. Consumer first health is the evolution. Status quo or like status no. Yeah, this is the healthcare rep. Yo, come on, let's go. Welcome back to the leading podcast about consumer innovation. I'm Jared Johnson, founder of Shift Forward Health, and here's what's going to go down today. We have the flavor of the week about Best Buy Health's year in review. Which of their highlights slipped under the radar in 2023, and what are they showing us by doubling down on home health and consumer wellness products? I'll talk about that. Then we're thrilled to welcome Wei Li Xiao, president of Omada Health. Omada made a big splash by being named Amazon's first partner for their new health condition programs for managing chronic conditions. Wei Li shares how this partnership is keeping the human element of healthcare front and center and how designing experiences outside of the doctor's office is leading to real behavior change. It's time to dive right in. Are you ready? Let's go. Flavor of the week. Best Buy Health's year-in-review spotlighted their noteworthy ascent as a key player in enabling health at home. Many of the highlights mentioned in their recap are things that we've covered on this show, such as strategic partnerships with Atrium slash Advocate Health, Geisinger and Mass General Brigham, prescription-based continuous glucose monitors, and over-the-counter hearing aids. Others notably slid under the radar, such as Lively's Jitterbug Smart 4 smartphone for older adults, complete with large screens and simplified menus. Overall, their health and wellness category continued to grow, adding quite a few new products to support chronic illness, heart health, pain management, sleep, and safety and accessibility. For a refresher, I invite you to listen or re-listen to our interviews with Deborah DeSanzo, president of Best Buy Health on episode 268, and Chris McCann, CEO of Current Health on episode 255. Pro tip, the episode numbers can be found in the show notes. When we consider Best Buy's place in the pantheon of healthcare, there are two things I hope we remember moving forward. First, the home is a preferred location for health and wellness for a majority of consumers. Given the choice, very few would opt to receive care care outside of their home. To reach the doctor's office or hospital room, it's often inconvenient, scary, and frankly a little chaotic. At the very least, it doesn't feel like it's designed around you most of the time. So as consumer-minded innovators, how much are we factoring that in as we develop products and services? In a few minutes, you're going to hear Wei Li Xiao explain why designing around that desire to be cared for anywhere outside of the doctor's office is a key to health behavior change. Second, health isn't just health care. This is a good reminder for us. Consumer health products like Best Buy's menu of hearing aids and glucose monitors are integral parts of achieving better lifestyles for millions. And another reason why I'm paying attention to retail is for the way that they're starting to blur those lines of health and care. At the same time, they face an ongoing challenge of conveying the value of shopping wellness products at the store where they buy TVs and gaming systems. There are opportunities for improvement in store as well, at least with an N of one. I know at least at my local store here in Glendale, Arizona, the health and wearable tech aisle feels a bit underwhelming. Just browsing the limited assortment and half-empty shelves, it was hard to know what I was looking at or how to shop the few products that were tucked away. So there is some work to do there. All that said, Best Buy is opening our eyes to what it looks like to enable care at home and blur the lines with consumer wellness products. And to me, that's a great example of consumer innovation. Let's double down on what can happen outside of the doctor's office to lead us to better health and see what happens when we design with those experiences at the center of everything. That's another way that we'll build the healthcare of tomorrow. And that's the Flava of the Week. 
the flow, the flow, the flow. All right, everyone, let's get into the flow. You know, there are a few things that are predictable in life these days. There are not a lot of them. One of those is that each week on this podcast, you're going to hear from amazing leaders who are doing their part to make healthcare better. So with that, please give it up for Wei Li Xiao, president of Omada Health. Wei Li is a global executive and leader with over 20 years of experience building and leading biopharmaceutical and diagnostic imaging businesses in the U.S., New Zealand, China, and Taiwan. He came to Omada in 2019 following a rewarding 18-year career as an executive at Eli Lilly. Wei Li, welcome to Healthcare Wrap. Thanks, Jared. Thanks, Zane. Pleasure actually to be here. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for being You got here. it. We're, we're very excited to do this. And we kind of want to dig right in, but we do love to hear from our guests a lot. And they usually give us some, some great responses to this. I'd love to hear what you think. One question we start off with lately is a piece of career advice that has stuck with you over the years. It could be for any reason. It could be something that helped to get you to a certain place or just tell us a little bit about, you know, what's a focus for you. Anything that has stuck out over the years to you? Piece of career advice. So I've received a lot, the beneficiary of a lot of feedback and things like that. The one I think about the most is actually the one I dispensed the most because it's kind of what I got earlier on. So over about 10 years ago, I was having kind of a tough time in the job and the career. And, you know, when your star is rising, you get a lot of validation. People love you. And it's like easy to convince yourself that you're awesome. And um, when something happens at work, maybe that wasn't planned and your star, start, your star starts to fall, people run for the woods. It gets to be really lonely. I had a situation like that over 10 years ago. And I was like, oh, man. And then I was sitting down, uh, you know, having a drink with one of my really, really close friends and telling him about the situation. He's, he comes to me, he says, you know, Waylee, you're, you're probably one of the brightest people I know. You're the best leader I know. This will pass. You just need to bet on yourself. And that stuck with me. And so I tell folks all the time, you got to bet on yourself. Because if you don't bet on yourself first, why should anybody else? So uh, that's like golden, simple advice that I've gotten. And I've said that to so many people when they're going through tough times. And it seems to work. I love it. Well, I'll say that's way deeper than the career advice that I'm always going to give, which is take all your vacations. You should do that too. <laughs> Yeah, I finally started doing it. I love that too. And it applies everywhere. I feel like whatever level you're at, those moments can happen all along the journey. And we need to be able to have somebody be that mirror to take a look at ourselves. I love it. Let's dig in about Omada Health, Waylee. Can you give us a, a layperson's description of who they are and, and how they work to make healthcare easier for everyday people? Yeah, so I think the best way to describe Omada in like just baseline terms is to maybe describe the, the problem statement in healthcare. There are so many, as you guys know. But when it comes to like chronic conditions like diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, right? These things unfortunately plague probably, you know, about 60 plus percent of American U.S. adults today. Many of them, you know, have more than two of these conditions, unfortunately. And when they go to the doctor, what happens is super predictable. The doctor with great intention says, hey, listen, care about you a lot. You need to do A, B, and C. You need to eat less. You need to eat better. You need to sleep. You need to get hydrated. You need to exercise. You need to move more. You need to do all these things. They give you a pamphlet and you leave. And they're like, hey, we'll see you in like 90 days or six months. And wink, wink, we, we, we expect you to be better. And of course, yeah, we all know, hit the replay button. We all know, unfortunately, what happens. And that's the problem statement. More in more healthcare terms, the problem statement is that all the resources that we spend go into 13 minutes 
of a doctor's visit. And then there are no resources to support people to make the change in their lives in the period of time where it matters the most. That is the profound problem statement in healthcare as it relates to these conditions. So what Omada does is we like to say that we are a virtual care provider that's accessible to you 24-7, 365 at your convenience that provides that care and that support in between the doctor's visits when you need it the most. When you are making choices about your life, sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse, unfortunately, sometimes mostly for the worse, to help you pull through what your doctor says you should do and what you want to do to achieve your life goals. And the way we do that basically is by surrounding you with a care team, a trusted care team of clinicians and care providers that are there for you to say, what is your situation? What goals do you have in life? What are the conditions you have? And we take all of that and work with you virtually within our program, within our application to set these goals and help you achieve these goals, learn about your disease and actually make the changes both big and small that matter so that when you go back to your doctor's visit, you know, three months, six months later, you've got good news instead of bad news. That's kind of in simple terms what we do. Now, there's a lot of evidence in there, evidence-based protocols, programs, all sorts of things that you would imagine would be there. That's basically the value we think we provide in the marketplace. It's outstanding. Well, here's why that's especially interesting to me is in light of the recent headline, this announcement of, of who Omada is partnering with. So that being Amazon, Amazon announcing its new health condition programs in partnership with Omada. What can you tell us about that announcement? Let's recap what was announced out there. Yeah, so the recap on the announcement is that Amazon and Omada have entered into a partnership where the right now the first and only kind of virtual care or chronic condition management program on their healthcare marketplace. That really the premise of this whole thing is that Amazon has a galaxy-sized funnel. I'm an Amazon Prime member. Every one of your listeners probably is an Amazon member too as well. And the whole idea there is that oftentimes people that are on Amazon are that you know are wanting to address their health and make it better are searching for things in Amazon. Connected scale. Hey, listen, I need a new blood glucose meter. I need like whatever. I need this new exercise thing. And the thesis of this is that if you're searching for that, you're expressing interest, motivation. You're probably expressing that I want to do something about my health. You're expressing a lot of things about intent. And with that intent, we believe it's almost like a sieve in the sense that if you're doing that, and by and by chance, if your healthcare provider or your health insurance and employer is covering Omada, boy, wouldn't it be great to get that connected scale for free through the Omada program, paid 100% by your health plan with $0 out of pocket? And on top of that, you get that virtual care persistently 24-7, 365 at a moment's notice at your convenience to support you with your goals than just getting a scale. So that's the general premise. And the reason we think it it's going to work, and the preliminary data would suggest there's lots of interest, is that Omana has kind of reached this point. Last year, we enrolled cumulatively over 1 million members or patients into our chronic condition care management platform. And we're at a point now where one in 10 commercially insured adults in the United States have the Omada benefit already paid for $0 out of pocket. And so think about the profound nature of that. You're walking down the street, busy street in Manhattan, let's say. You may pass 10 people inside of 10 seconds. One of them has the Omada benefit. And if two-thirds of Americans you know, have one of the chronic conditions we, we treat, 
but they don't know that for zero dollars you can get the Omada support to help you reach your goals and you know help you become healthier. That is like a travesty. And so we're partnering with a with Amazon, and Amazon has a very similar mindset that hey, listen, you know, let's make people aware that they've got the benefit, zero dollars out of pocket, and that if they want the help, then they can get it. And so that's the basic kind of premise for it. It's incredible, not even just the the process of it, but the scale. I feel like the way that it can work and for the number of people that it can work for. It makes me think a lot of times on on this show we we do look at things from that lens of the everyday person who is trying to navigate their healthcare journey. And so you touched on a lot of different parts there of that journey that I think it would be great for those those parts to be easier. So that it's great news when you think about how this partnership can can help everyday people experience care in an easier way or simpler way. It sounds like you're making some connections with little points and signals that they're providing. What other ways can just help? make healthcare easier in general? You know, we've got a mindset at Omada that consumer-initiated, consumer-motivated, or consumer-driven healthcare is a wonderful thing. And I guess in more clinical terms, we would say people have agency if you empower them to actually make changes in their their life and they express that intent. Then providing with tools, support, and resources is like a huge healthcare system return on investment. And so when we partner with the likes of Amazon who, you know, are incredible partners and they reach so many people, the idea of just making that consumer driven health agency just easier for people because that's where they are. They happen to be buying hundreds of things on Amazon maybe every week. That's where they are. And if, boy, if you can make it easy so people can express that agency or initiation, that's got to be beneficial for not only individual people, but also for the healthcare ecosystem. And so, you know, we're kind of at that point now where it's all about driving awareness through the funnel and and getting people into the program uh, that they already have access to. I love the discussion we're having. So diabetes runs in my family, unfortunately. So I have to personally be pretty careful. I've been good. I've been good. And I need to check to see if my own benefits include Omada. I don't wish it on myself, but um, if I do get diabetes, I'll be calling you, Whaley. But curious, Whaley, when I think about, you know, folks in my own family who have diabetes or other, you know, chronic diseases, understanding some of these clinical programs is very difficult for them. And so curious, how are you all as a team or how have you all as a team built this Omada product to make it easy? What are some things that you've incorporated into it so that people actually understand what they're getting and what it, what it really means to be a part of this, this program? Yeah, great question, Zane. And personally, thanks for sharing. And um, I'm so happy to hear you've been vigilant about your own health. I have prediabetes and diabetes in my own family. And so I've also got to be vigilant about it as well. You're touching upon what I like to talk about and share with people, which is the care experience. Because if you think about the current care experience today, it probably doesn't even deserve time describing because everybody knows what it is. The contrast to that is what happens with Omada. And so basically, you know, very, very briefly, what happens is, you know, we'll work with employers or health plans to make their members and or their employees aware of the Omada benefit. And they'll then click on, let's say, an email or an ad or something like that. And they'll come into the Omada ecosystem, download the application. And that kind of starts a very, very, very different care experience than what you would experience in a doctor's office. 
And so the first thing that we do, of course, is we do all the stuff up front that a doctor would do because we're, we're essentially a virtual care provider in the cloud. We operate just like a doctor's office. We just don't do it bricks and mortar. And so we do all the normal things a doctor's office would do. We check your coverage. We do all those things. We build claims. We do all that kind of stuff. But what's different when you come into the, the, the care experience Omada's eco- ecosystem is the first thing we do is we essentially curate a complement of connected devices. So let's say you have diabetes or an and or hypertension, high blood pressure, and you happen to be overweight because 80-90% of folks that have those conditions unfortunately are. And we give you a connected scale. We give you a connected blood glucose meter, continuous glucose monitoring devices. We partner with Abbott Freestyle Libre. And then we also give you, you know, a connected blood pressure cuff. And all of that comes pre-wired. So there's no Wi-Fi, no Bluetooth setup, because we want you to start engaging your healthcare. So coming right out of the box, the welcome kit you get on your doorstep, you step on a scale and boom, it, it automatically goes. There's zero setup for any of the devices. That's amazing. That's amazing. Because I can tell you right now, my grandmother could not figure, would not be able to figure that out. If I had to, if she had to figure out how to Bluetooth it, the fact that it's already wired is a huge, huge, huge upsell. Yeah, it is. And it sounds small, but compared to the experience you have as a consumer for most every other thing, like literally I was trying to set up some Bluetooth headphones the other day. I'm pretty stuck tech sure. savvy. I almost threw them out the window. And so you're right. And so the whole idea, although it sounds very simple, is to take friction out of the care experience because today's care experience is full of friction. And so we do that. The next thing we do is you introduce you to a proactive care team that reaches out to you and we curate and pull together that care team based upon the conditions that you have. And so you, you'll get a coach and that's your person you work with day to day. You get a diabetes specialist for search and certain situations where that's needed, so on and so forth. The third thing we do is we immediately start working with you on a learning plan because we know behavior change. The foundation of one of the foundations of that is learning. And we do this in bite-sized chunks that are super easy to digest. We then ask you, what is your life goal? That surprisingly doesn't happen in most doctor's visits. And what is the goal you want in the next two weeks? Let's make it small. Like, okay, hey, listen, I just like to be able to walk between now and from here to the end of the block or to the park and back. Great. Let's start on that. And what's hidden in that is something incredibly unique and, and beautiful, I think, is that we don't talk to you about like, hey, what is your diabetes goal? What is your HbA1c reduction goal? Now, we talk about that stuff because it's critical, but we know the secret sauce is to talk to you about what you want to do in life. And so the next thing we do is we help you set smart goals. We surround you with a community of people just like you because we also know the other pillar to behavior change is to be able to empathize and for other people to provide you with support. And we can do that because we're not confined to a doctor's visit because if you tried to cram all that in a doctor's visit, you would just dismally fail. And instead, we spread that out at a pace that our members want in between that space between visits. Sometimes it's super intense. Sometimes it's a little bit more relaxed depending on what's happening with that particular person's life. And so we wrap that experience around and people you know, don't really realize they're working on diabetes because maybe they're just working on going down two inches in their pant size. Maybe they're just working on their sleep. And we will educate them on sleep is important for blood glucose control so that it reinforces the importance of what they want to do. But we're not saying, hey, let's pick apart your diabetes diagnosis and work on all that. But we educate on it and we create those micro goals. Next thing you know, you're, you're at your doctor's office with success. I had a, a, read a, we get these dozens of patient testimonials literally like every couple of days. And the one I was reading actually yesterday morning, she was working on her weight. She's pre-diabetes, BMI, super high, above 30. 
She comes in and she says, oh, I lost 30 pounds, goes to her doctor's office, said, oh, I can tell you've lost weight, but we just did your lipid panel and said, uh, you know, usually when people lose weight, we expect to see an improvement in cholesterol, but your cholesterol is drastically improved. And she began to tell them, the doctor, of course, said, what have you been doing? She said, oh, I've been doing Omada. But it wasn't just about losing weight. It was about better quality eating and behaviors that created healthy weight loss as opposed to just weight loss. We love stories like that. Wanted to ask you, Waylee, you know, a lot of folks that listen to this podcast are, you know, in the digital health space. You know, maybe they're entrepreneurs. Maybe we're thinking about, you know, building their own product of some sort. Curious what your take is on maybe more from a product perspective, even examples from Omada, like how do you get people to continue with your program? Because obviously that's probably the secret sauce to seeing people through their chronic disease. It's not just, you know, do one virtual visit and do your PT once or twice, but stick with the whole thing. What have you all been doing to make sure or do your best to ensure that, you know, those members that join with you all are seeing it through and seeing it through to their goals? What What's some insights you can share there? Great question. That is probably one of the top three things in healthcare is like you can get one person to engage. Okay. But can you get a million? Because you want to make the population health dent. And so at Omato, on average, a member, average member interacts with our application about 30 times per week. It's a huge number. And we know at the end of one year, more than two thirds of people are still actively engaged in the application, in the program, which is huge compared to like for chronic condition management. What we feel like we've learned of the following is number one, of course, you have to have an application that's easy to use. UX has to be nice, has to be beautiful, has to be, you know, all those kind of things. The second thing that we've learned, which I think is probably the most important, is you cannot remove the human component from healthcare. This flies in the face of many other healthcare, digital kind of virtual care options that are like AI forward, AI led. Yes, we use AI. Yes, we use ML. Yes, we use the the latest and greatest large language models. We can talk about that. But every time we've reduced human care, you find engagement to go down. And it's not surprising because people are people in healthcare. The word care, what's wrapped into it is like relationship. And so proactive human care teams powered by technology as opposed to technology replacing human care teams is like our biggest insight. Time and time and again, when you talk to members, like, why is it that you've stayed engaged? Oh, it's because of Jane. It's because of Jim. It's because of Khalid, our coach. It's any number of coaches or diabetes educators, hypertension specialists, physical therapists that they bonded to that feel like they understand them. And if you understand somebody people get pretty sticky with you. I love that. I'm curious. I mean, I've been following you all for for a while since you first came out. And I remember when you when you all first came into the market, there was a lot of skepticism from call it incumbents in the market and traditional healthcare leaders and physicians and you name it, the powers that be. And so curious in your, I'm assuming you all interact with them from time to time. What has the response been now that Omada has proven itself with actual evidence this program is working. How how have your conversations changed with maybe partners, maybe people who are trying to throw rocks back in the day? Tell us about that. Yeah, I guess it's a classic entrepreneur or founder sure. journey, right? It goes back to, I guess, maybe the top of the podcast where you're like, hey, what advice has been most useful? You got to bet on yourself. There's a degree of perseverance there in belief, irrational belief that's required to, to do this. But as we've made headway, 
like any other business that benefits from momentum, you have more and more partners that come to you. You know, maybe you have to work just a little bit less hard to get somebody interested, but you have to work equally hard to get the next customer. But I think that what's helped a lot is, you know, we now have 29 peer reviewed publications that take a look at the outcomes of our program, short duration, long duration, the ROI of our program. And I think that that didn't happen on day one. It didn't happen on day two. It happened on kind of our our 10th year in business. And that took a long time. And I think that was a huge contributor to it. The other piece is that what's changed as we've scaled and gotten bigger is the only thing that I can, can say is trust. So healthcare, as you all know, and everybody knows, is like a touchy space in the sense that, man, it's really hard to build trust and confidence in you as a provider, but you could lose it in a day. Absolutely. And because we're dealing with like really, really important things, people's livelihood, people's health, and healthcare is a very serious business. And so the concept of apologizing for a quote unquote a return, you know, doesn't exist in healthcare. You mess up once and it can be the end of your business. And so what I mean by that in terms of scaled trust, of course, we have all of the systems where high trust, you know, SOC 2, NCQA accredited, URAC. I mean, we could list all the accreditations. That certainly helps. But what's changed in our business is that, you know, we would contract with a health plan for like their employer segment. And they would look at it and evaluate it. And we'd perform a partner with them. We'd do well. And they would say, okay, hey, listen, let's think about our, our this other book of business. And this would unfold like over five, six, seven years period of time. What's changed for us now because of the evidence and scale, trust and all that is we have more and more customers coming to us and saying, hey, let's not just use Omada for one of your condition states or one of our books of business. Let's open up all of our books of business, Medicare, commercially insured, fully insured. And then let's do it across the entire multi-condition platform. Because of that scale trust, I think people can go bigger with you. That's probably the biggest thing we've noticed. Well, on the topic of going big, maybe if we zoom out for a minute, curious to get your thoughts, Whaley, as someone who's not only worked for Omada, but been a healthcare leader, other places and seasoned in this industry. Curious to get your take on where do you think the future of more consumer-centric healthcare is going? What do you see coming down the pipeline? What changes do you see coming on the horizon? What's some advice you'd give to other digital health leaders or even incumbent health leaders, given where you stand? So part of this is part our vision and part on trends, and that would certainly indicate as such. The consumer-centric, consumer-driven healthcare movements has been going on for a long time. As you all know, I I used to work in the biopharmaceutical industry. And uh, one of the things that we all know in the biopharma industry is, you know, all those annoying direct-to-consumer ads that like populate your television and interrupt your television experience. They're all the same and they have names you don't understand. I still don't understand them either. But basically we know that if a person goes into his or her doctor's office and said, I saw this commercial, I want this drug, as long as it's for the right indication or right disease they have, they get it 75% of the time. Wow. Think about that. Think about that. Now that explains why biopharmaceutical companies spend gazillions of dollars on on direct-to-consumer advertising. I didn't know that. I'm just processing that stat as I sit here. Yeah. So so the idea of consumer-driven healthcare has always been there, but it's like always been somewhat subterranean. And being an ex-pharmaceutical executive has, you know, produced, his team has produced these commercials 
we know this data very, very well. And the reason I bring that up is less about kind of like the inside of pharma companies, but it's more about this consumer-driven movement has been there all along. People want agency, but it's hard to have agency in an opaque system that is fragmented, complicated, that you don't understand. Impossible to have agency. And so the future of consumer-driven healthcare is all about extending agency. It's all about how do you put things conveniently, like the Amazon news we have, in somebody's day-to-day work naturally and make it easy for them to take an action as opposed to 50 actions that are so annoying and so complicated. Like, hey, am I qualified for this? I got to call HR. I got to go on my benefits portal. I got to call my insurance company. That erodes people's agency, which is the exact opposite of what the healthcare system wants. So I think there are things about going direct to consumer that are super important. You got to make it easy. So that's number one. Number two is that people have got to have outlets to participate in their healthcare that are easy, which is obviously one of the original thesis statements for OMADA. Because where people want to participate in their healthcare is not in the doctor's office. Nobody answers the question, what of the top five things you love to do? Do you love to go to the doctor? Everybody does not say yes to that statement. Instead, we need to make care available in the natural day-to-day life that is not intrusive, but actually is enjoyable. And if you do that, people's agency will go up. The biggest misnomer, as I like to think, is that people are not motivated to take care of their health. I actually think they are motivated to take their health, but when you ask them to take care of themselves, but when you ask them to take 50 hard steps in a complex system, of course they're not going to do it. Mm, If you give them the tools on a day-to-day basis, which is why this persistent level of care in between doctor's visits is so important, in a way that they want it, in the way they want to receive it, I do think then people will become consumer-driven advocates of their own health. And so the next time, instead of asking always for that drug from the commercial, they'll say things like, hey, what's the next thing, you know, Dr. Johnson, you want me to work on? What's the next thing that will get me off of this drug? And then that's a real conversation they can work on with their kind of in-between visit care. I feel like I'm full of hope. It's not every day that we talk to healthcare leaders who aren't. You know, so many leaders today are anxious, afraid for the changes that are coming. But so far, your, your talk track has been very hopeful. And I feel fantastic. Like I've been to church or something. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have n- nobody's ever said after talking to me, they felt like they'd been to church in a positive way. <laughs> Break, breaking news on on healthcare app. That's right, yes. Whaley. You know, one other thing I'd, I'd love to just ask you is related to the types of everyday people we were just mentioning. Who, if they were given the agency, if they felt empowered, that they would feel more in control of navigating their healthcare journey. What message do you have for people who who aren't there, who don't feel like they're in control, like that they know how to navigate? their own health and wellness and 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 they're struggling with that they've they haven't had the experience they desire it hasn't matched their expectations what message do you have for consumers in that situation oh man isn't that the question i can only go off what we think we've learned while we we've been delivering you know care and supporting people on their journeys i would say number 1 maybe in, in no specific order the first one is um Doing things by yourself is really hard. I don't care how motivated you are, how good you are, doing things by yourself is really, really hard. So taking a step to find a partner in crime against your health, a community, I think is a really important step, not only for your mental health, but just to help you not feel like you're alone 
and to have somebody to empathize with that sometimes can hold you accountable when you need it just a little bit. That could be your partner. It could be your one of your children. It could be a best friend. It could be virtual. It doesn't even have to be in person. But finding some sort of community that will help you exercise your own agency. So that's number one. Number two, I would say is um, you got to look at this as I don't need to take all the steps by myself. I just need to take the first one. And and that transcends into a number of different things, one of which is like set small goals, not big goals. I like to I like to tell folks just generally in life that whatever your big goal is, great, you should have those. In fact, they should be bigger than what you think you can achieve. But the goal you set for tomorrow or next week should be small and it should be actually smaller than you think you can achieve. So it's like the opposite. And I think people who are starting on a healthcare journey or picking up where they've left off or they've not been successful is like, boy, do something you think you can achieve. Don't do something you think you can't. Set a goal you think you can't achieve, but do something today you know you can. And I think that's so important. And our care teams and our coaches would say, I think they would say that that is key. Community, partnership, accountability to help you with your agency, setting smart and very small goals are super important. And so I don't know if anything I'm saying is rocket science. It's just that you know, taking a step as opposed to thinking about the 50 you need to take is important, right? I mean, there's, I feel like I can say this because I'm Chinese. There's the Chinese an- adage of, you know, a journey of a thousand miles starts with, you know, one step. And, and I think that applies in, in this particular situation. I guess the last thing I would say is that just by evidence, if you were to look at, you know, the hundreds of thousands of people that come into our program, we have somebody that rolls in our program, a new person rolls in our program every two minutes. And I think it's like 12 seconds right now. And so, Literally, if you were to ask them, the next 1,000 of them in the next couple of days and say, how many of you have tried more than one diet in the last six months? I think you, you would almost get like 80, 90%. And it's kind of like the, so the incoming mentality is like, I'm not quite sure this is going to work for me. We're like, doesn't matter. You've made the first step. We are now your partner on that journey. And I think they're like, okay, wow, that's something I've not had before. <laughs> See, we're in church again, telling you. It is that that really is a perfect place for us to wrap here. I want to thank you so much for giving us so much to think about and so much hope. It's true. It's true. The more we speak with those who are very conscious and aware of what the actual healthcare journey is for one person and understands how we address that. I mean, that's what we've been focusing on this whole time. The more we hear that, and that's part of the conversation, the the more hope I feel every time. And so I just think that it's been a fabulous part of the conversation here and really want to thank you here. With that, that's a wrap for this episode. We really want to thank Wei Li Xiao for speaking with us from Amada Health. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you guys so much for having me. I've enjoyed the conversation and um, you guys had some amazing questions. So thank you. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please spread the word. Tell your colleagues to tune in for all the awesomeness, then leave a review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. This show is produced by Shift Forward Health, the channel for changemakers. Subscribe to Shift Forward Health on your favorite podcast app, and you'll be subscribed to our entire library of shows. See our full lineup at shiftforwardhealth.com. One subscription, all the podcasts you need, and it's all for free. And remember, we might have a lot of work to do in healthcare, but we'll get there faster together. Thanks again.